0: Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter. That is Tim. Happy mm. Valentine's Day. Now admittedly, if you're watching this early on Patreon, it's a week before Valentine's Day, but for everyone mm. else who watches it when it goes live on YouTube, it's Valentine's Day. Um, mm. If you happen to be watching it the day it goes up. So really, the Happy Valentine's Day thing is basically for like a small sect of people who happen to watch <laughs> it on day one. Anyway, we watch, we watch horror movies. <laughs> and we talk about them and we do this uh, we, we're recording this right after the Winchester review so if you saw that you'll know that we're already in a weird state because we, we spent so much time <laughs> in that tangent uh, but last year we did My Bloody Valentine the original and it was <laughs> tempting to do the remake but I thought nah nah we'll leave that so our Valentine's movie this year is a 2001 film called Valentine so mm-hmm. we will start spoiler free we'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers and that's what we're going to do, Tim. I just I want yeah. you I want you to know that I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. I was going to get you a card, but then I thought, nah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I I guess you're not always the worst.
0: Ah, it's just sweet, Sam. Oh, maybe the nicest thing you've ever said to me. So what is Valentine? Valentine, of course, uh, is a kind of a slasher movie. I say kind of, Well, more on that later. Uh, 2000, 2001, uh, Jamie Blanks directed it, his most notable credit before this was he was the director of Urban Legend, which came out a few years before this, uh, which mm. was you know one of those post-Stream taking advantage mm. of the new 90s slasher boom. And this is kind of falling that wave as well, where we're still kind of you know just basically making these movies because Stream was a big hit. Mm-hmm. And it stars Denise Richards, who's probably the biggest star in the movie uh, from a time period. So that dates it quite accurately to, to this little section of time. Uh, David Boreanaz is in it, uh, who of course played Angel on the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, mm-hmm. hey, the movie even references it so you know what, I'm <laughs> I'm doing it okay. and then you have a bunch of other actresses uh, well, Katherine Heigl's in it actually, who's relatively yeah. well known, uh, she mm-hmm. has I mean, we're not in spoilers yet, but I feel like it's the, the opening bit of the movie, so I think it's fair mm-hmm. to just say she's the Drew Barrymore of the movie if you yeah. if can you, if scream, <laughs> you know what I mean by that and then, oh, they're coming for Tim Tim, they found you, I don't know how, but they found you hmm that was a Back to the Future reference for anyone who didn't get what I was doing there. Um, so, and now you've got a few other actresses who are the the, the makeup because the, the whole idea is that there's a group of uh, friends So they were all friends in middle school, and uh, then these five women are like you know still friends in their twenties, and a kid that they all refused at the dance uh, in middle school uh, might be coming after them. Is it's getting it's hitting Valentine's Day, and they're all getting Valentine's cards. Although it's worth mentioning. I'm not sure what the time period of the movie is because the first kill definitely happens before Valentine's Day. I don't know if the rest of the film takes place in one day. It's at least, I think it's at least two, so I think the first kill is like yeah. two days before Valentine's Day, which is kind of weird, but whatever. Mm. Do, do what you will, uh, but anyway, so that's that's the plot. So so we've got the killer wears like a sort of cherub, like you know, mask, mm. you know, Cupid kind of thing, and uh, leaves Valentine's cards with really Honestly, my favorite thing of this movie is the Valentine's cards. Those are great. Yeah, yeah roses are red, violets are blue, and they only dental records to identify you. Uh, that's just gold. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's basically the movie. And he, he hunts down killers. It's a bit of a murder mystery because we're like, oh, who's the killer? Is it, we've not seen this mm-hmm. kid in like you know, ten, fifteen years. What does he look like now? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But that's the that's the movie. So Tim, I guess I'll ask the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you like? Valentine. Oh actually first, did you had you seen this before? I have, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw it back when it came out as well. Uh but hey. And so did you enjoy it? Did, did you enjoy Valentine? So, I
1: I think I saw this in the theater. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I did. And I wanna say at that time I was like, you know, very snobby and like, <laughs> ugh, this is this is just awful. This is dumb, lowbrow, you know, cliche trash or whatever. Uh, watching it now though i you know it, it's definitely not a good movie but i kind of had a little bit of fun with it like it's a very stupid uh by the book you know 90s uh post scream slasher but like I don't from, know, maybe to, it's, from, from 2001 just to point that out uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so it feels feels so 90s uh, yeah so
0: it's, it's on that cusp where it is it's yeah. like that transitional period right at the start of the decade yeah, yeah.
1: What what did I say before, when I talked about it before, is like the most 90s movie a a 2000 movie could make or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But um, no, it's like I actually had fun with it in a dumb kind of cheesy way. Like it's not that great or anything, but I kind of laughed at times. I don't know if you're really supposed to,
0: but uh, it's kind of ridiculous, but in a fun, stupid way. That was more positive than I was expecting. To. What's What's funny is I have a completely different experience, and I guess this is just the, the what three years or whatever it is age of difference where I was a bit younger at the time. Um, I wasn't necessarily snobby about it, but I I remember just watching because it, it was a horror movie. Like at the time, maybe I had no taste. Right. You know, I was I was still developing my palate, uh, and I have a weird bit of nostalgia attached to it though. Uh, and i was I, I was a buffy and angel fan at the time as well so like you know seeing david bowiana was like kind of part of the the, the weird appeal yeah. but um the bit of nostalgia i have attached to this is not, not nothing really to do with the movie itself but it was like one of the first dvds i rented and no, no. i remember playing with the chapter select <laughs> because it was like a new <laughs> thing at the time and it's I, a special I, feature yeah there there's a there's a moment in it where it, one of the scenes starts with the car going towards this sort of small mansion and like I remember that being the start of a chapter on the on the DVD, yeah. uh, so you know I know that's a weird memory <laughs> to bring up. And I remember watching the extras, which on that disc were I, I had like a five-minute thing, a trailer, a music video, and then a commentary track. But I remember oh. listening to the commentary interactive track. Interactive menus. Yeah, I remember when DVDs used to say that special features, especially when that was all they had, it was interactive menus, scene select, and theatrical trailer. And you're like, whoa yeah but no, I had a commentary I remember like back when I had time to listen to commentary tracks I, I would not only listen to commentary <laughs> tracks from good directors I would listen to all the commentary tracks including yes. ones like this uh, yeah. I'd actually almost be fascinated to go back and listen to it again and see like how pretentious the director's like, like does he talk about this like he's making some grand you know masterpieces like this is my this is my art you know, this, is a, this scene here represents my childhood yes yeah <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> that'd be pathetic because I'd probably mean that he
0: was like the kid at the beginning. Oh, <laughs> uh, so and I also, on top of that, like I was like 12 at the time, so you know, I'm not gonna lie, Denise Richards, you know, at 12 years old was me at 12 years old, not Denise Richards at 12 years old, just to clarify that statement, <laughs> uh, was part of the appeal. Um, sure, <laughs> but w- watching it now, like all this time later. Um, it is definitely a bad movie. Like, there's no getting around that. Yeah. Um, there's a few things I chuckle at. I think you like it more than I do, <laughs> oddly <laughs> enough. Um, there's a, there's a few things I kind of like about it, but for the most part, it's just really, really bad. Do you, do you know what the most annoying thing actually about this whole movie is? It's uh, the the way they keep shoehorning the word Valentine into this into the dialogue. Oh, sure. <laughs> like, does someone want to be my Valentine? And then another scene. What, so does this mean you're not going to be my valentine? No one says valentine as much as these people do. It's insane.
1: I think that's what's kind of, like, so funny about it. Like, uh, again, like, you know, it's not, like, really in- intentionally funny or anything, but it's one of those things where it's, like, kind of, you know, so bad that I'm laughing at it. But, like, uh, I think, like, all the characters in it are very over-the-top. Uh, there's, like, so many dumb, like, bad dates and, and stuff that, like, they go on and talk about... <laughs> i don't know i couldn't help but like laugh at a lot of
0: it yeah the characters aren't very likable actually like i I think every character in it is (laughs) awful in some way uh like i mean yeah like the the introduction uh of these characters is like
1: them as kids rejecting a, a boy who asks them to dance
0: yeah and the and the worst way except for the lead of course the final girl uh is nice about it and says oh maybe later jeremy yeah and it's like okay maybe later uh that doesn't mean... That means never kid. Like, you know, read, read the signals. Yeah. Uh, but the the, the characters are, are pretty shallow and vapid for the most of the movie. Uh, oh. All of them have plots that are really obvious where they're going, especially the one, uh, Dorothy, who was the fat kid, but is now not fat anymore. But she's, like, kind of rich. She, it's her mansion. They all have a party in later on. And she, like... If, if you
1: don't... um.
0: First of all, when they show her in the flashback, she's like mm. not fat at all. Uh
1: But like that won't stop her from mentioning that. Like every couple of scenes, she'll be like, "You don't understand what it was like growing up as a fat girl." And like, "Hey, I'm not the fat girl anymore." And like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, she she's bigger than the other girls, but it's yeah, it's not like it, yeah. it's it's like vapid one one. It it this, you can tell. I feel like this movie was. Do you know what? I'm I'm looking at the writers. By the way, there's four writers on this movie, if you can believe that. Oh. Right?
1: More writers, the better.
0: But two of them are women, and I'm shocked, actually, because this this feels like a movie that was written by a man who who thinks he knows what women talk about and how they they (laughs) converse about things, and he just doesn't understand it at all. That's what it feels like, Uh, because they're all kind of awful, and they all obsess about weird things and...
1: You know, what's kind of funny is, like, yeah, I, I could see, like, the women being written by men, but I could kind of see the men being written by women. Because the men are also, like, over-the-top douchebags. Oh, like, sure,
0: yeah. Like, uh, my I favorite could
1: definitely wh- see, like, them bringing, like, you know, having these awful dates in real life and kind of bringing that experience to the ah, screen.
0: Ah, yeah, because they go speed dating at one point, point. the opening date that Katherine Heigl's on is uh, um, this guy, Jason, who refers to himself <laughs> in the third person and is, like, the most douchiest of douchiest ever. And when she basically tries to get out the date as quickly as possible he then makes a split the check
1: <laughs> yeah i i gotta admit i kind of laughed at that part i thought it was like funny like you know she gets up to leave and then he looks at the check and he's like "Ooh, uh,
0: okay so you had the lobster <laughs> and the wine <laughs> i'm like classy man classy yeah. Yeah. Um, like,
1: it, it's like you know kind of dominant over the top but it's like oh it's kind of funny
0: now nah, my favorite my favorite by far is the neighbor the creepy neighbor <laughs> um gary because he does this thing where he rhymes. So, so Kate comes out at one point and she's in her tubble because the, the, the waters went off and she's like looking for the superintendent or whatever. And he just comes out of his door and he's like, Hey, Kate, we should go on a date, Kate. You could be my mate, Kate. I think it's fake, Kate. And then she's like, you're scary, Gary. Or scary, yeah. Gary. But she makes it rhyme. It, it sounds quite good, though, because it, it sounds like she's yeah. responding to him in a rhyme. Uh <laughs> But uh, he's he's pretty. It's kind of like a weird offbeat, like funny joke. Well, he's funny until you catch him later on, like stealing their underwear. And then it's not so funny anymore. Then it's just kind of yeah. <laughs> like proper. Yeah, then he
1: goes full on creep, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, the kills are all pretty shit. I mean, I don't know if it actually was PG 13, yeah. but it feels PG 13ified in the kills. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the kills aren't particularly great. When it's. What I thought was funny is that early on it feels like it's trying to like, do like a. Um, Michael Myers Halloween kind of rip off. Where you've got, the, you've got the tall guy in the, the the mask, like you know, walking down the hall, and mm-hmm. it's just doing the over the top music. Um, by the end of the movie, though, it goes in so heavy in the murder mystery thing, like who is the killer, that you don't really get a lot of that for all the final kills. It just it just kind of like jumps out, and there's a lot of not masked stuff going on, and it just, just kind of drops any sort of like style that it was attempting to have, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. And yeah, they don't really wrap up the mystery in a very satisfying way. No, no, it, it ends with a really sort of damp square. Yeah. I, I feel like nothing in the movie is that good. Like there's, there's no standout scenes where I go,
1: mm.
0: oh that that that's you know that's where it went downhill. No, it was just kind of levelly, you know, level mediocre the whole time. Levelly. I don't know whether I come up with that, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was, just, it was just like it was this baseline just mediocrity to bad the whole time. Um,
1: you know, I won't talk about the scene too much, uh, you know, because of spoilers, but uh, I, I kind of like the the hot tub scene. I thought that was kind of fun. Uh yeah, it was okay. So, at, yeah, at least we'll... relatively compared to, like, the other, you know, uh, I guess chase scenes or killer scenes or whatever yeah, that it,
0: are. Yeah, there's times where, like, a throat will be slit, but they'll, they'll cut away so you don't actually see any of it. Um, Yeah. It almost feels like the killer is looking for random people to kill for the first half of the movie because we can't kill any of the main girls until you know we yeah. get to the second half. And that's true. <laughs> you know we get get into that, so we we get some random people who are basically just introduced. For, which I mean, that's not a real complaint because slasher movies have tons of people that are just there to die. Yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just a really bland early two thousands movie to me. I don't know. There's not a whole lot going for it. Some of the the awful date stuff is probably the funniest. The the the, the weird neighbors yeah. kind of funny, and he's one scene that's funny. But that's basically it. I don't
1: know. Maybe it might be nostalgia a little bit, but like I, I don't know. I, I just I I didn't mind this movie. It's again, <laughs> you know, it's definitely not good for sure. But I, I think uh,
0: it's uh it's really like because ch- you have this opening scene, which is this like you know dance when they're in middle school, mm-hmm. and this like, the main themes playing this little, you know, sweet like. Sort of bittersweet romance music's playing as uh, he's getting turned down, and it just it feels very kind of like on the nose. Like there's no there's no subtlety or nuance to anything. Yep. I don't know. It's, it if it, feel, it feels exactly like the sort of movie that was made after not only streaming but like I know what You did last summer. Like I feel like I know I feel like I'm getting more I know what You did last summer than I am. Hundred percent. Yeah. Even yeah. even down to the <laughs> let's get a you know star from Buffy. To be in this, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, <laughs> this is the angel to to. Yeah. <laughs> I know we did last Summer's <laughs> Buffy. Yes. Oh dear. we mm. uh, Um. All right. I'll get a spoiler warning just so we can talk freely then about everything and mm. and whatnot. If if there's anything you want to spoil, uh, did you like the running plot where the uh, the, the middle-aged detective is clearly at the hots for Denise Richards and he's. He's just staring at her all the time. There's a lot of weird sexual tension. Well, kind of. He thinks of sexual tension. He, she's just kind well, of, like, looking back at him like, yeah, you want me, but you're not getting me.
1: I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I wasn't paying close enough attention, but at first I thought she was kind of flirting with him. But then uh, it seemed to, like, jump way over into, like, creep territory when he started touching her leg, and she's like, uh, get away from me. Uh. But I mean, up until then, I thought they did have a little bit of a flirty thing going on.
0: To, me, to me, he played like he, he she could just tell he was into her, so she was just kind of like giving him glances to say, "Really, this guy's saying this, or he's doing that, mm-hmm. or he's trying to impress me, or whatever." Um, I—I I, I might not like paid close close enough uh, attention, but uh,
1: that I could see that.
0: Yeah. Not not playing cl- close enough attention to Valentine. <laughs> what else were you doing with your, your attention, Tim?
1: I may have been looking at my phone every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but, yeah, the the cop ended up being uh, yeah, a douchebag.
0: Also <laughs> like a worthless one- character. We don't even see how he dies. We, we just yeah. get his head popping up in the pool. It's a really bad-looking fake head as well, may I add.
1: Yeah, that that pretty much uh, went nowhere. Um, yeah, I think it, I feel like this must be PG thirteen because some of the kills might not be that bad if they did actually like show like more gore or something. I agree. Like yeah,
0: the, there's one where it's the, the the heads go onto the broken glass. Yeah, the when shower. he's pushing
1: that head down like that could have looked really cool. But yeah, like you see him pushing it down, but you don't really see anything actually going in or any blood coming out or anything.
0: Yeah, because the the it's it's the woman who dies there. That's the uh, so so fat girl, and I'm using that with air quotes, <laughs> fat girl. Uh, I think her name was Dorothy. Yeah, there you go, Dorothy. Uh, she's her new boyfriend is clearly just a scam artist. who's trying to get her money, and this other woman shows up, you know, for, you know a former rich victim uh, to like warn her. But oh, basically, right. she's really like bratty about it, and Dorothy's like you know completely complete idiot. She's very blind to it. She just keeps defending him. But she goes like, hunting for stolen jewellery and ends up getting killed and she ends up getting her head like... The, the shower glass gets broken and he, he forces her head down onto it. But you don't really... I mean, you, you see it go onto the glass, but it's shot in such a way where you don't really see the the actual impalement or any blood squirting out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Denise Richards gets the jacuzzi uh, death scene where the, the the cover's put on and the killer starts putting the drill through the top. And that, I
1: thought that was like uh, actually... Yeah, like... That, that kind of got my attention. Like, it's always this is kind of
0: tense. It was. It uh, was okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, David Boreanaz's character, right? So he's the, the the main girl's boyfriend. The main girl, by the way, who has the by far the least chemistry, or the least not chemistry, sorry, the least charisma of any of the main cast. She she is yeah. she is a blank towel. I would. <laughs> I mean, I would say, you know,
1: uh, I I like David Boreanaz. I, I think he's a good actor, and uh, I think. Uh, like Denise Richards uh, isn't bad but like the rest of the girls uh, especially um, I-, I guess the main girl like wasn't horrible but uh, the uh, Dorothy uh, w- I thought she was like really bad for acting.
0: D- Dorothy yeah. yeah I mean acts act not really that like, great across the board because I think David Boreana is as good as Angel right but I, I don't necessarily yeah. think he's this great you know I- I've never really watched Bones so I can't really comment on his, his skills in that um, I
1: feel I feel like he I, I like him but I also feel like maybe he doesn't have a ton of range like mm. I, I mean maybe he could po- prove me wrong but I feel like yeah I don't really see him and well, I can't imagine seeing him in much else
0: he's supposed to be an alcoholic in this movie uh oh, yeah. he, he keeps trying to like, say to to uh, what's her face lilies I mean is it lily yeah, I guess it is <laughs> sure <laughs> no, it's Kate. I, 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 Sorry, because I... obviously, yeah, great. i are going to date Kate. Of course, it's Kate. Right, right, right. Lily's L- the, the one who gets it with the arrows in the uh, the art gallery. Oh, right, right, right. Um, she has a pretentious art boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, Kate is like. So she, she's trying to win her back, and he keeps like, oh, I've changed. I'm not drinking. I've not drank anything in three weeks. And. Then we're at this party, like they've literally just been making up, and she she like gave him like a, for for Valentine's Day she gave him like a little IOU TLC bit of paper. So it was basically like you know here here's a here's a free sex token. Use this when you're in the mood, <laughs> right? <laughs> and but no, it's just all oh, jokey, magic. and he's flirting, and they're like yeah, I'm using this, I'm cashing this in, and they're all happy. And then we see other things at the party. We see you know Dee Strachos like has meets this guy from speed dating and. Like, he's a bit of a douchebag, so she pours hot wax on him and hurts him, and it's, it's all a thing. Oh,
1: yeah, she pours like hot wax on his
0: dick. I agree he was an asshole, but I feel like that'd disfigure his dick. <laughs> yeah, like that. So like, <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Um. Just tying him on the bed and leaving him there naked for people to yeah. find him. I, mean, I feel like that's punishment enough, probably. I don't know. Um, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, he is a douchebag, don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> but so we see other things, and then we come back to. To Kate, and she finds uh, it's Adams. His character's name, uh, David Boy is Adam. She finds him, and he's drunk. And this is the thing: we've seen nothing between the scene where they were really happy and like flirting and joking about all oh, this going, you know, have sex later, right? And he's just he's just drunk for no reason. There's no trigger. There's nothing to suggest what you know made him like. There's not even a scene of him like looking at the bottle and going, you know what? <laughs> like or being <laughs> yeah. tempted, or never mind anything that's like bad, like sort of pushes him towards it or anything like that. He just she goes away. There's other things happen. She comes back. Oh no, he's drunk. <laughs> it, it it just happens because it wants to happen. Uh, yeah. And then of course she thinks he's the killer for a little bit, and he chases her around. And this is the thing, he chases her like a madman throughout the house. And then we have the the reveal, the fake reveal, of course, that the killer the whole time was Dorothy. Because you know, mm-hmm. she just kind of jumps out with the mask on. She falls down the stairs. Yeah, Adam shoots her. They pull off the mask and it's Dorothy. And in the end of the movie is Adam and Kate. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry I, I treated you like that. I thought you were the killer. And he's like, it's okay, it's okay. And the movie ends. He's phoned the police and he's hugging her. And the, the one tell sign the killer's had the whole movie is that he has nosebleeds because little Jeremy had nosebleeds in the flashback. And it, the movie ends with him having a nosebleed. So it implies that he was the killer the whole time. He just dressed, Kate, uh, dressed Dorothy up in the outfit. And is now, like, gotten away with it. And maybe the reason why he's not killing Kate is because she's the one who, you know, said, oh, maybe later <laughs> in the flashback. Yeah. She hadn't turned him down as much. Which, by the way, it's worth mentioning that the reason why it got so bad in the flashback is because Dorothy, again, thinking she's fat, is like, you know what? Okay, let's make out behind the behind the bleachers. And they're they're it- making out... It- it escalates like pretty quick to like no
1: one wants to dance with him finally this one girl danced with him and they could have just had a nice dance but like it all of a sudden it goes from like okay uh no one will dance with him to now he's making out with someone under the bleachers It's like whoa well,
0: yeah i think the point of that is that she didn't want to be seen to be dancing with him so mm-hmm. she just wanted to make out behind the bleachers cuz she liked the attention um mm-hmm. But then the bullies like come up and see them, and she like says, "No, he forced himself on me." So she she she's falsely accusing him of sexual assault. So then yeah. they pour punch over him, strip him down his underwear, and laugh at him and kick him, and it's just all you know, it's all and like where where are the adults in this uh, situation? I know, and and then we find out later that Jeremy went to like med, you know, uh, like mental hospitals while he was a kid, and he, he went through all this stuff, and like they they find all this out from the detective. And like Denise Richards and the main girl Kate are like, Man, this is really bad but and like Dorothy looks really like guilty <laughs> about it. It's like it's like, Hey, but it's not your fault. He I mean he attacked you when you were a kid. And she doesn't say things, like, He did attack you, right? That line of dialogue was it, awful, by the way, my ad. It's so crazy that, like, they didn't think
1: to question her until now. Like, mm. when that one little moment of silence was all of a sudden, they were like, hey, wait a minute. Like, I guess we never thought about it, but he did attack you, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was just weird to question it now after all this time, yeah. Mm. And, and now let's... Real quick, I mean, we cannot skip over the, uh, like, I guess what you would call it, facial software scene. Where... Oh, yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> so... So, the, so the, the, all, all the cards are all initial JM and they eventually get to Jeremy Morgan, right? Who they know from middle school, but they've not seen him since. And the detective has a photograph of him from middle school. We don't have any recent photographs. And he has this fantastic software that takes away his glasses and ages them up a little <laughs> bit. And they're like, have you seen anyone who looks like this? And, like, you'll have a different haircut. And then he'll add a beard. And then he'll add, like, other things. <laughs> maybe, maybe with different eye colours. And he goes through all yeah. these things. But um,
1: it's so funny because, you know, it has, like, nothing to do with, like, him being a good cop or anything. It's totally just him, like he looks like he's trying to impress these people with his, like, new toy. And he's like... <laughs> and I, I don't know if that's, like, supposed to be his character or if the movie itself, like, was like, oh, man, look at how advanced we are. Like, it definitely feels like someone just wanted to show this off and be like, ah eh, look what we can do. And it's but, like, such, all it is is...
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> such garbage. It's literally just holding out, like, a... a it's, it's basically drawing a moustache onto a picture. It's, it's basically yeah. the, the, the tech that we've got here. Uh, be, it's like
1: if you have, like, you know, when you had like old school computers and you would make something in
0: like paint and then,
1: you know, you would have like a blank space and you would just like you know, fill it in with different
0: colours, like this is what he'd look like with red hair, this yeah. is what he'd look like with brown hair. also, typically you don't want to make your main final girl look an idiot. And in this scene, they're looking at like various things of like, different hair and different facial hair and all the rest of it. And then she just comes out with, Do you have a more recent photograph of him? <laughs> And the detective just turns around and goes, and I'm on his side. He's a creep, but I'm on his side for this moment because he's like, don't you think if we did we'd be looking at that one instead? And I'm like, don't make me main girl sound this stupid. What? Oh. At, some t-
1: at some point it feels like characters have forgotten that like people have been dying. <laughs> like They're just kind of treated very like nonchalantly and it's like yeah, you
0: do realise like there's this person that's trying to murder you guys, right? Yeah, that's actually a really good point. And there's no ramp up attention. Not really. Like, Catherine Heigel's character dies first, of course. They go mm. to her funeral. And it seems disconnected, but then they start getting Valentine's. And then the weird thing is, though, is that they don't really know anyone else has died until, like, near the end of the movie. Because, like, the, the neighbor gets killed. It's all hidden. The, um. Who else gets killed? Like, a maid gets killed or something. It's, mm. you know, it's all hidden. Um. The, the, I, entry is, I, I, the entry is that Dorothy's got this new stepmom who's like basically her age or younger, oh, and yeah. she calls her the, the, the male order bride from hell, but you never see her dad or her again ever in the rest of the movie, they're just nope. gone. Um, yeah,
1: and you think it would be enough just having one of their friends die,
0: and then the fact that they've been getting
1: threatening Valentine's to, you know, maybe give them like 24-7 police, you mm-hmm. know, escorts, <laughs> at least for the time being.
0: And, but that's the thing; they don't even act scared or act like there's anything going on. It's just no. um,
1: someone sent them
0: like uh, chocolates filled with maggots. <laughs> and one of the girls does die. Uh, Lily dies, as we said, at the, the art gallery thing. But she was going on a trip the next morning, so they all just think she's away to like I think it was LA. Like, there's, oh, she's away to LA yeah. for her work. Uh, so they, they don't know she's dead, and because of that, no one's scared at all until, like most of the people die without realizing that they're in like fear of death. It's not really until the final girl that she knows people are dead and she's like running from a killer. Like it's really weird. Like there's no build up attention at all. It just all starts to go down. Like towards mm-hmm. the end. It's just I don't know. Because uh, they're, they're just casually sitting around in the house, like eating cereal and stuff, and like talking to the cop on the phone and like making mm-hmm. jokes. And uh, in fact, at one point, uh, Lily even like starts doing impressions of Jeremy Morgan when she remembers him. She's like doing buck teeth impressions. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, super likable. Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want these characters to survive. Uh, they're all just kind of vapid. And then the male characters mm-hmm. are obviously all awful and sleazy. And then David Boreanis' character is just this really poorly written alcoholic thing and then when you find out he's really the killer like was the alcoholic thing an act like did he really get drunk and like cause trouble and that's why they were kind of half split up and and uh,
1: what was her problem with the alcoholism because like when he does kind of we see him get drunk that one time it it doesn't seem like he's doing anything crazy Um, i think she says like you're a different person when you drink or something but we well, don't really just, see any evidence of
0: that. Well, I just want to point out the the, the phrase, what's wrong with alcoholism? <laughs> That's what well, you just said. <laughs> alcoholism is t- generally a bad thing to... Um, right, but, I mean,
1: we never, like, see him, like... You know, there's a one time, like, we hmm. see him, like, he's had a few drinks, but, again, it, like, you know, it, it, he's not really doing anything to make us seem that he's, you know, an alcoholic versus just a, you know, a casual drinker or whatever.
0: Like... You don't have to necessarily show it. If if you want to set up a character who's just a a recovering alcoholic, right? If that's just part of the (laughs) character, that's fine. Um, But the the, the fact that their entire relationship hinges upon it and that we do actually see him drunk and he just seems like kind of drunk. He doesn't really seem like... Arguably, I suppose, you could say that when he starts chasing around the house like an absolute maniac is maybe, you know, drunk. But now she's got it in the context that he's maybe the killer because mm-hmm. how does he explain that afterwards like because she uh, thinks Dorothy was a killer right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then like but think think back like two minutes ago he was chasing you around the house like a madman yeah and, and, I don't know and here's my problem with that as well right so he's the really obvious suspect the entire movie because he's, he's the he's the man with the most screen time we do have the the guy who's leeching off of Dorothy who's trying to steal her dad's money right but David Boreanaz is clearly the, the, the prime suspect all movie because he's the one guy we've spent this much time on. Mm-hmm. And then it appears that he's the killer and he's chasing her around the house while he's drunk because she suspects him. And obviously at this point, I think most people are going, well, it's obviously not him because this is too obvious, right? And then you get the, the mm-hmm. Dorothy thing. And it's like, that feels kind of weird. It doesn't feel quite right either. And then the final little twist at the end is, no, it's actually him. He's got the nosebleed, mm-hmm. It's him. He's the killer. Here's my problem with this, right? If you're going to... Like, he was so obviously the red herring that he, like we, we couldn't have thought he was the killer he was so obviously going to be the red herring because it was too obvious right mm-hmm. and i used obvious a lot in that sense i realized that <laughs> but when it turns it around and says no he is actually the killer it doesn't work because this is the thing if you're going to set subvert our expectations that only works if the subversion is more interesting than the the regular thing <laughs> Right? right. As much as it is that it's really obvious and boring that oh he's looks like the killer but then it turns out he's not, mm-hmm. actually twisting it back around to see he is the killer is actually even more boring because he was just so like set up as the, the, the obvious suspect.
1: Yeah, I feel like they were trying to set up like other possible suspects throughout the movie, but no one survives long enough to like really make you feel like it could be
0: them because well, the know? thing, all the guys die first. Other than Kathryn yeah. Heigl, uh, like you, you see James or Jason rather from the start of the movie. You see him at the art gallery, but you never see him again. So you don't really think it's him. Uh, the Campbell uh, is probably the other most likely suspect, but he gets killed, like before the party starts. Yeah, and and then the neighbor gets killed way before that. All the guys who could be the the suspect all get killed, so it has to be him. Which is Mm -hmm. why, okay, maybe you make it Dorothy. She couldn't deal with her past because she was again, quote unquote, fat, and Mm -hmm. she she went nuts uh, because she seems very needy. But again, twisting it back round, so it is the obvious suspect is just really unsatisfying. I don't care; like it's just boring. And and now,
1: was the movie, uh, like trying to say at all that, like. I, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is me like stretching things like uh, way too much, but like. Oh, it is. I'm sure of it. But go on. That, <laughs> that like they were like working together possibly like uh, I don't know that like she like they were both the killer and but then like yeah he's just the one that survives or oh. is it just supposed to be like
0: oh no like she it's had just nothing him. to do with it he just dressed her up he just dressed her up and threw her okay. out at, at her, I think I think that's the whole thing. Okay. Um. Honestly, at the end, though, here's the thing. I have no idea if he's going to kill Kate or if he's just like, oh, happy the rest are all dead and he's with her because she's the one who said, oh, maybe later, she was nicer to him. So he's keeping her alive and now he'll be like the hero to her because he saved her, right? So I don't know if he's just wanting to live with her now or if she's in danger at the end. Like, is he going to kill her too? I actually don't know. If that's that's the case, that's a a pretty dark ending. (laughs) It is, I, I don't know they're both kind of dark, because she's going to live with this killer for the rest of her life and not know. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's the thing. Uh, yeah. It's a bad movie. I mean, I mean there's some mild <laughs> enjoyment of a couple of things, but it's a bad movie. Yeah. I think, um, like,
1: I, I don't know, I could see myself having fun like watching this with friends and stuff and kind of, you know, joking around about it. But, like, it, it's not the best movie for that situation. But I think you can, like, there are definitely better bad movies to make fun of. But um, mm. I don't know. I think there's still some mild enjoyment you can get out of it. Um, yeah, again, especially, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like I don't watch, um, like, when I rewatch. Horror movies that I like uh, is either more recent stuff or usually like stuff from the 80s. Um, so every now and again, like you know, when we do something from these that you know is uh, kind of like from the late 90s or early 2000s, it is kind of like a
0: oh, I do get like a little nice nostalgic feeling for it. My cat's looking, he's looking straight into the microphone, <laughs> so that, that may be picked up quite loudly. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, of course, you, uh, the camera folk, the people watching the video version, are getting some nice cat ears <laughs> right in the face right now. <laughs> hey, cat, yes, yes. Mm. I mean, I guess we're done. I don't think I have much more to say. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's 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 just a bland movie. I think the only charm it has is that it it feels really like 2001. Like it feels so 2001, mm-hmm. and not in a space odyssey kind of way. <laughs> I mean, do, do you do you think Stanley Kubrick, had he lived to to see it, would have been really disappointed that this is what two thousand one actually brought us? Probably <laughs> wouldn't have been that excited. Yeah. I just threw a cat across the room. Me. <laughs> Don't worry, it was on the bed, and trust me, he's used to it by now. Um, so. I guess we're rating Valentine. I, I mean, it's it's just it's, it's a really mediocre, bad, dated two thousand one movie. <laughs> that's, that's basically it. We're gonna date Kate. Mm. It could be our fake Kate. I, I guess okay. the one thing I'll wrap up with actually, I should mention the the awkward reference to uh, Angel because oh, yeah, yeah. there is a little there's a little <laughs> line of dialogue that's put in there just as a <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, because David Boreanaz, of course, plays Angel, where. Uh, Dorothy accuses him of being the killer. She's talking to Kate, and she's like, "Hey, you know, it could be him. He could be the killer." And she turns around and goes, "David's no angel, but he's no killer." <laughs> That's a nice little nod. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I smile at it, but it's bad. It's bad. Um, I mean, it's not the worst thing ever. It's just not good either. So, um, Tim, what would you rate Valentine out of ten? Uh, I feel like. <clears throat> I think I'm gonna give it a
1: three point five but I don't know I'm still I, I still like and don't feel like super negative about it like if uh, maybe if the kills were a little better and maybe had some more gore or something I could see this being like a you know a, a little bit of a better like cheesy bad movie to watch but I mean as it is it's it has its moments but yeah it's not <laughs> anything great
0: i i got you um i yeah, that sounds kind of a bit right. I think I'll go with a four actually. I think I think well no. Yes, cat? You're right in my face right now, you know that cat. Sniffing my beard. Uh no, so hmm, I don't want to just take your score though. <laughs> no, I'll go with a four. I feel mm. like it's not complete garbage, it's just really mm. in the middle and bland and uh, you know the music's again; it's slightly over the top. It's not really good mm-hmm. horror movie music, but it's it, you can see what it's trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. But there's some there's some funny elements, and it's not mm-hmm. it's not the most offensively bad thing ever. So that's Valentine.
1: Yeah, watch it with some friends, get drunk, order pizza, and have some laughs. But you know, otherwise, it's <laughs> there's not much reason to watch it.
0: Ah, yeah. cat. <laughs> All right, so I guess that wraps up. Uh, Valentine. Uh, so of course let us know what you think of the movie. If you've seen it in the comments below. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel head over right to patreon.com slash fuzz TV. There's a link in the description. Of course that gives you access to put movies into The Crypt which is the, the to-do list that our patrons can add to. Everyone can look at the list though. You can go to the link in the description and you can see all the movies that are in there and every so often we'll pick one out. We'll probably do one soon because it's been a little while uh, but we'll do one maybe before the end of the month, give or take. Um, so go check out that, um, and of course the, the monthly vote as well. I mean, it's, it's all um, Japanese horror movies in the vote this month for our patrons to vote on, uh, so of course that you can go check out that. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Appreciate it, I can't speak, it's, it's getting late. <laughs> Keep watching scary movies, guys. We'll see you next time.